Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. We give thanks to you for your mercy. We love you, we praise you, and we magnify your great name. We pray for peace in Israel. We pray the blood of Jesus over the flu. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the Chief Shepherd, Jesus Christ. Amen. My friends, there are five things that happen to you when you come to the Lord. First, there is a transformation within you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Folks, the new creation describes those who follow Jesus Christ because they have been transformed into someone who will eventually enjoy the fullness of the new heavens and the new earth. As a new creation, you do not look upon the poor the way you previously looked at them. Now, you help them. As a new creation, you do not look at those of other races the way you previously looked at them. Now, you treat them as brothers and sisters in Christ. As a new creation, you don't look at those who have not read a Bible. You become a Bible by the example that you set with a Christ-like attitude. All of the old habits are replaced by new Christ-like habits. New habits will develop when self is moved out of the way and it becomes a conscious effort to deny the old self and allow the Holy Spirit to take charge of your life, all of your life. The second thing that happens when you come to the Lord is that you will be healed. My brothers and sisters, Many of us come from broken worlds. We come from broken homes, broken marriages, broken relationships. We work with broken co-workers on broken jobs. Listen to the first three verses of Psalm 147. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem he gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. My comrades for Christ, if you are feeling down, dejected, and broken, I dare you to give God sincere praise and see if you are still in the same state. You get a triple blessing when you give him praise. The psalmist says that it's good to sing praises to God. Does God care if you can't sing? No. You sing anyhow. The psalmist says it is pleasant, delightful, and lovely to praise the Lord God. The psalmist gives praise for the rebuilding of the temple and for the Jewish exiles who have returned. Friends, God wants to rebuild your life regardless of what you have done. That's yesterday's news. When you come to the Lord and repent of your sins, Luke chapter 15 verse 10 says, 
Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Folks, I'd like to think that the angels rejoice constantly as those who come to the Lord are continuously coming to him. Now here's the part that I like. The psalmist says, he heals the brokenhearted. That's me, and if the truth be told, that's you. When this world breaks you and hurts you, my God will heal you. And I'll let you in on a little secret that few have discovered. Ready? If you praise him before trouble comes, and if you praise him while trouble is at your door, and if you praise him after he brings you through, look at what you've done. You've praised him in all circumstances. The third thing that will happen to you when you come to the Lord is that you will be given guidance. Psalm number 32 verse 8 teaches, I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will guide you with my eye. My friends, those who refuse to come to the Lord will find that their sins will overtake them. A rebellious spirit always leads to disaster. Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Eden because their sin separated them from God. By deciding to be their own guide, they suffered the consequences of their actions, even though they thought it was harmless. When we trust God to guide us, we are sent on paths that lead us to success spiritually, which leads to success in all other areas. Listen to what happened to King Saul when he decided to consult a fortune teller instead of the Lord in 1 Chronicles chapter 10, verses 13 and 14. So Saul died for his unfaithfulness, which he had committed against the Lord, because he did not keep the word of the Lord, and also because he consulted a medium for guidance. But he did not inquire of the Lord, therefore he killed him and turned the kingdom over to David the son of Jesse. My comrades for Christ, Saul was the first king over Israel, but because he did not consult the Lord in all matters, his kingdom was taken away. We make foolish decisions when we don't bother to consult the Lord. It may not cost you a kingdom, but it will cost you. The fourth thing that will happen to you when you come to the Lord is that you will be prepared for spiritual warfare. Folks, every day the devil is using every tool in his toolbox to destroy you. The unsaved are oblivious to this because they already belong to him. But when the Christian is born again, the Holy Spirit enters your life and the real spiritual battle begins. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 proclaims, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. My brothers and sisters, we are not fighting a flesh and blood enemy. We are fighting a spiritual enemy. So our weapons must be spiritual. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 and 5 says, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments 
and every pretension that sits itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Folks, we have not been called to attack Satan. We have been called to stand against him. Our weapons are primarily defensive, but we are given a powerful offensive weapon, the Word of God. While you are fighting against the one who is trying to separate you from God's blessings, remember and use these verses. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 and 11, Finally, be strong in the Lord, and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. My friends, the enemy is coming for you. He is mad that you have given your life to the Lord and he wants you back. Fight him off on a daily basis with the word of God. The fifth thing that will happen to you when you come to the Lord is that you will find true peace joy, and happiness. Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 33, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. My friends, if you seek inner peace, it can only come through Jesus when we learn to apply the victory of Jesus over the world system. Romans chapter 15 verse 13 declares, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. My comrades for Christ, joy relates to the delight of anticipation in seeing one's hopes fulfilled, and peace results from the assurance that God will fulfill those hopes. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 proclaims, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Folks, when we pray for the peace of God, we ask Him for our earthly needs, and we thank Him for His presence in our lives, as well as the provision He will give. God's peace in our lives is from His character, totally separate from all worry. When we belong to Him... Our hearts and minds do not produce thoughts of anxiety. Those who do not trust and commit their lives to Christ have no hope for peace. And if you want to experience the transformation, healing, guidance, spiritual defense, and true peace, give your life to Christ today. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all the good things being in your presence brings to our lives. We lift up those who will come to you in the name of the bread of life, Jesus Christ. Amen.
And if you gave your life to Jesus Christ today, email me at hello at greatministries.org and let's find a place to get you baptized. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.